0: And this is where I speak about this for the first time. So, yeah, in Paradise, just a random name. Um, it's a movie about the pandemic, but it's not the pandemic that we're battling. So when you see the movie, you see that there are different battles happening to every single person. It's either a heartbreak, it's either, like, you know, a stab in the back. Five
1: two one welcome everybody to a new season of picking brains podcast <laughs> it's been a long ride it's been over a year now since i started this so it's crazy i'm your host jabber aka known as uh, aka known as it's the same thing <laughs> as jj Swar. today we have a special guest oh i like the word special yeah killer
0: b999 Ah uh, no don't say that name <laughs> aka names b yeah that's much better <laughs> aka mahmoud how are you bro i'm good man what about you it's been a while yeah man it's been, been a while ages man
1: so in case you guys don't know who this guy is we have to go way way back
0: yeah <laughs> you want me to go way back let's go way back to where we we'll first you started ba- <laughs> okay to the days face clan trials oh no trying to be a call of duty editor all that stuff (laughs) so i don't know to those who know
1: me they will know that i like to do videography that's like Mm -hmm. a hobby video video editing videography Mm -hmm. but how that started was
0: we had to go all the way back to 2011 yeah i think this episode is gonna be Like, it's not just gonna be about the guests, it's gonna be about you and me this time, the host and the guest. Yes. So, yeah. It's like,
1: I think that's a perfect, you know, um, situation where I can, Mm -hmm. where both of us can equally contribute and talk about ourselves and each other. So, back in 2011, I don't know how old I was. I was, no, I was 14, 13, 14. And my dad got us a laptop, each each of our siblings. So, my older brother and my younger sister, my younger brother wasn't born yet. Mm And, um, you know, back then we used to
0: play Call of Duty all the time. Modern Warfare two. Shout out to all the the best days, man. The best days. (laughs) You know, I had to steal my brother's laptop to it. That's just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I had nothing.
1: (laughs) So this laptop was, it was an Acer laptop. It was so bad. Okay. But I didn't know it was bad because my first laptop, you know.
0: (laughs) Mine was Toshiba. (laughs) Man, that was so bad. So, um, I discovered YouTube.
1: I knew about YouTube before then. I made like a... I had, we had a home computer 2009. I made a, I made a, uh, I made a YouTube channel. I put, I put some (laughs) Call of Duty stuff. Uh, I lost that channel, but in 2011, I had my own laptop. Actually, 2010, but I started YouTube in 2011. I saw a YouTube, I used to watch um, Call of Duty clips. Um, And I saw some, some kids just putting like montages of, of Cod 4 Man. And I don't know if two was out maybe later that November 2011 Just hearing you speak about this makes me feel old, I'm just saying Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm a boomer um, But uh, I got so excited when I saw this one particular montage I still remember who it was, it was Optic Fade Oh my god, man Okay, The guy named Optic Fade, I saw his montage using some trick shots And he ed- edited his own montages And they were if you look back now they 're so bad, but at the time <laughs> yeah. they were like the best and I was like, "I want to do this, how do I do this?" And I see like they sync all the shots with the music, and I just google how to do that um or youtube it i you know you won 't you won't believe where I started. What I used? I used Windows Movie Maker.
0: No way! You, I, I the I guy, use, the master of After yeah. Effects. Using I started Movie Maker. with Damn, Windows, man. which
1: is like a default Vita editor. It comes with the, yeah, the pre-installed in the system. I think Windows Vista, or maybe even mm. before that. I don't know what yeah. Windows that was, but XP. Probably no. I think it was then, then, yeah. then Vista. I think it was mm-hmm. Vista that I had that I used. Yeah, and uh, I started, and I, you know, I didn't give a crap. I just started editing. I was watching and then I slowly moved from... I realized Windows Movie Maker was bad because everybody's talking about Sony Vegas, which is another okay. software I have to explain because, you know, we have to know that the yeah, yeah, audience yeah. doesn't know what the, what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> so Sony Vegas was another video editing software. And... Uh, oh, by the way, you know, we have two
0: cameras. Oh. Hey <laughs> we'll there. talk about that soon. Hey, guys. <laughs> Season two Season things, two. you know. <laughs> a big upgrade. Yeah. I like uh, that, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank it's you. good stuff.
1: Um, so... I went to Sony Vegas and that's when I properly started um, syncing the shots like with the, of the sniper or whatever with the music <laughs> yeah. and I, I felt so proud. Like I would, <laughs> my laptop was so bad. I don't know how I did this just looking back now, but I used to put out a video every like two days and I had, I had to juggle that with school. I come back, I asked my friend who um, was a player and I told him, send me your clips. I will, you know, just edit. And I didn't give a crap. Of Like about what other people were doing I just was so happy that I was doing these Crappy edits But I thought they were so cool I would show them off to my teacher at school Like hey look I I did this yesterday Um, And um, I just kept getting better and better Without realizing And then I see this kid Killer B999 Oh man you said it again Okay This is uh, this is fast forward. Maybe it's this 2012. This is when I was gaining some publicity in the Middle East as an mm-hmm. as an editor. The the biggest Middle Eastern clans. So they they like teams that they yeah. form for Call of Duty, and they post their montages, and they would usually look for editors to edit their stuff, and I was one of them. Mm-hmm. And I I got pretty big in the Middle East to the point where I do you remember partnerships? Yeah, yeah I do. I do. So yeah. partnerships. How you used to. It's basically like a verified. It's like the first version of verified. If no check marks. No check nothing, marks. It's just
0: partnerships. Partnerships.
1: <laughs> and if you go to the YouTube page, you know the banner you see on the top of, of yeah, the page. Yeah. Partnered where they put with
0: this company and this company. Yeah, but
1: not only that, the space you have at the top of your channel yeah. um, and YouTube where you can put the art. Mm-hmm. The regular channels did not have that. Only partnered oh, yeah. partnered YouTube uh, YouTubers well, you had gave, that.
0: You're going way back,
1: man. Yeah. Way so, back. So, um, I started getting some publicity. Um, in the middle east as an editor uh, online on youtube it was like a very small niche community Mm -hmm. and then i don't know when it was maybe it was end of 2012 or early 2013 but i see this kid killer b999 (laughs) comment on my post and then back then you had youtube had inbox we had you could dm each other (laughs) (laughs) you can basically youtube dms yeah yeah (laughs) um and so he he Reaches out I was like, man, I, like I don't remember exactly what, but basically he's like, I like yourself. Where, where were you at? I like, he's like, oh, I'm in Bahrain too. Yeah, and, I did not
0: know. I did yeah. not know you were around. I'm just saying. Yeah, I yeah. had no idea.
1: So, so, you know, coincidentally we live in the same country and he sends me, we used to um, chat. I mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say we, we would regularly chat, mm-hmm. but like we, you would from en- time to time, en- en- yeah. interact with me. We would mm-hmm. interact with each other from time to time. Um, even through, I think we had each other Skype as well. Mm-hmm. Skype man That's another thing I'm What going um, And uh, Every now and then You'd ask me for Advice Or, or Like how'd you do this Or what What do you recommend For doing that I don't remember exactly I was a clumsy
0: together. I was like Yeah mm-hmm. this guy better teach me I want to know how to do this <laughs> He's saw other people On the internet From all over the world But I just saw him And I was like Nah I want like, to That's how it, I man. discovered editing It's from you Really so, Yeah we'll get We'll get to that later okay, I didn't done. know so, that Yeah yeah
1: So um, I was like yeah anybody who reaches out to me for any advice, I would always give them. Right. So there, there were times where I used specific sound effects. And I had, a, I remember this one kid, he was like, yo, I really want a sound effect. Where'd you get it? Can you uh, show me? I said, yo, add me on Skype. I'll
0: send it to you. You know, that's how. Wow, was That's best no. generous. No, not man. many people do that. Just saying. Thank so, yeah. you.
1: So there was one guy. So the way you look up to me back then, I looked up to another
0: guy. Yeah. Like and food he, chain.
1: Was, he was in behind too.
0: What? I had no idea. Yeah, I did not um, know this about you.
1: Yeah, I didn't get inspired by him. I was already, uh, I like I said, I got inspired by Optic Fade, but when I discovered him, his name is the the Jam Edits. That's his channel name, and his he went by G J M Z. Okay. Whoa. Um, I'll show you his videos later. But okay. I, this guy was next level in editing. I was like, dang, this guy is good. Do you know where he is right now? No. Dang. He just he just disappeared off the face of the internet. <laughs> um but he taught me some things he taught me um uh, actually one thing in particular how to create how to animate shapes it was such a um weird uh thing but you know when i i used to edit the shots and then the shape would come out when mm-hmm. they, when when the yeah. kill happens so, so he just taught me something i was like man this guy's cool i want to be like him i secretly envied him like i want to want to be as good as him <laughs> i think that is when i had that voice when i say the voice before then Let's say before 2014, I didn't care what others were doing. I just, I was developing my own style of editing. Mm -hmm. I was just putting out videos, not having a voice telling me that's not good enough. Mm -hmm. But some, when I met this guy and then others in 2014, I I had this voice in my head, maybe 2015 even, that was telling me you're not good enough and they're doing better than you in editing. Mm -hmm. And, And you would see, if you go back to my channel, you would see my videos the rate at which i was uploading was going down and down and down and down to the point where now even now as an adult i still have the voice i would publish a video once a year now
0: yeah yeah. um i think that voice would never go away because i kind of have the same issue to be honest yeah but you
1: you're active though
0: yeah i'm just going hard i'm going hard because i just find it as something that i really love to do and i just wouldn't stop i'm not at any advanced level Mm -hmm. yet Mm -hmm. but like i'd still do my best to just keep improving and i would never stop so that's the thing about me yeah so i'm trying to silence that voice good good yeah Yeah. no for me
1: i want to go back to the time where i just didn't care you know so that right now that's what i'm doing i'm just gonna upload stuff when i have the chance to edit but going back, then we met in school and we went to the same school, AMA. That was
0: crazy. Was like, I was like, this is the guy, Jabri, I feel like <laughs> Jabri is in the same school as I am. I feel like a
1: celebrity. <laughs> I was like, this guy is like, he, he likes me. I don't know why. I'm like, my editing is like, eh, it's man, okay. you should know my story. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Now, man, all right. this is how we met though. I was just going, recapping on how we
0: met. Man, the way it started, um, crappy laptop, stole it from my brother Toshiba. And um, you know, I had no HD PVR. That's what it's called. Yes. Yeah, I HD PVR.
1: It. I still have it somewhere. What?
0: Yeah, yeah, I still have it. Th- that's vintage. You gotta, yes. you gotta save that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, at some point, I didn't have any of that. I was just using a Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. Uh, with that game, it has like this theater thingy where you yes. can record the clips internally in the game, and they can upload it to YouTube without any recording software. Mm-hmm. So I would just, you know, you know, record it, uh, post it on YouTube, download it from YouTube, which compresses the quality. Oh. And then I would use these editing softwares I started off with Sony Vegas, which is Mm, good It's good Yeah, it's good
1: It's good It's been acquired by another company company Yeah yeah.
0: So, yeah, I just slap in the clips I will try to edit and blah blah I'm like, you know, there's not many options in this software You know, like, you know, I kind of hate this And then, because he was based in the same country as I am Or, sorry, still based in the same country (laughs) as I am um, so all his uh videos would be recommended on my homepage and stuff. I was like, Who's this guy? So and I see your Call of Duty edits, and you know, I wouldn't notice other people editing and all that stuff from the USA or, or not, mm. But I would see your edits and be like, God damn. And you know, I would compare it to face clan edits, <laughs> Sore edits, there are all these names are like uh names of Call of Duty teams yeah. from all over the world who are really, really good right now. Yeah. So you know, but I would always notice that there's something different about your self-editing and I just really liked it. I'm like, you know, damn. And, you know, I-, I was just like, man, this guy should be in phase one day. And I was like, this guy is going to make it to phase one day. Like sooner or later, he will. Um, but we'll speak about what happened. <laughs> later the, voice, the voice happened. The voice <laughs> happened, man. You know, I hate the voice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I noticed you. And I was like, I don't have all these effects in my softwares and that's where uh, I said in your DMs (laughs) and I was like, yo, teach me and all that, blah, 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 blah. And um I noticed a few of my friends also commenting on your uh videos. Oh really? Yeah. Like um can I say their names? Yeah. Sure. Ali Ahmed, for example. Okay, yeah, yeah. legend. So yeah, yeah legend. Yeah. Um this guy is crazy in sniping.
1: Legends three three two two seven. Underscore 33227.
0: Three, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he he he's just so good. And uh like he I saw him commenting on your page. I'm like, what the hell now? This guy has to be around. Mm. And then when I saw you in school, I remember how it started. So, I did not know like the way that you looked. I did not even know your first name, and blah blah, whatever it is i I knew nothing about you besides Jabri. that's yeah. all that's all I knew yeah so and then you stopped me, and it was uh it was during the can- canteen time yeah, yeah, it was our break I remember and yeah, it was behind the canteen next to the basketball court yes. and you stopped me. I was like, "Hey, you're Kirby, right I'm like, "Yeah, how the hell do you know me?" Yeah. At that point, I think he he just knew me as the guy, the youtuber. And that's cool because everybody used to just call me the, the YouTuber in yeah. school because I was just doing YouTube videos and what's so not. I was even doing gaming videos at that point. Mm. So I was like, ah, eh, he's probably just another, you know, student in school trying to diss me or whatever, okay. compliment me or whatever it is. So then you're like, do you know who I am? I was like, no, you are. I was like, bro, I know you. Like we, we talk, we edit and all that stuff. I was like, I'm Jobber. Mm. I'm this guy, this guy, this guy. I'm the one who posts videos. I'm the one who edits. I'm like wait a minute you're, you're a jobber i was yeah. like what the hell and yeah. this were like damn i just saw my inspiration my, my own <laughs> logic at that time you know <laughs> it's like damn man so yeah the host of picking brains is the guy who actually taught me how to edit a few things taught me a few special effects yeah
1: i'm not gonna take a lot of credit because yeah i'm just saying self, I, I have self to mention this, yeah. like you
0: know yeah, but it's okay. You don't have to sweat. <laughs> so, <laughs> no,
1: but I didn't know that story. I thought I yeah. thought you knew I was in Bahrain.
0: Uh, so no, man, know. I had no idea. Okay. I had no idea. So how did I know you were Killer I, B? I I don't know. I have no idea. You you gotta tell me. Maybe maybe it was Ali. I think it was. Um, you know, Bahrain is very very small. Yeah. So I'm like, what, well, you're that guy. So I was just being a fanboy at that time. I was like, man, you know, that's so dope. You know, you gotta teach me all that stuff. And then I figured out that he was using different editing softwares, which at that point I had a really crappy laptop, and I wasn't going to install that in my mm-hmm. own system because my laptop was just going to die. Yeah. Sorry, my brother's laptop. That's okay. So, yeah. <laughs> to Toshiba. That's Toshiba laptop. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's how the editing game started. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: No, um, yeah, no, I moved. So, my journey was from Windows Movie Maker to Sony Vegas and from Zo- Sony Vegas to After Effects. I actually have my... First ever After Effects edit is still titled My First After Effects Edit. Yeah, that's, that's still crazy. It's okay. probably unlisted.
0: Yeah, well, uh, my first Call of Duty edit was COD edit. That's uh, it. I said It was just like there and it's private now. And it's, you guys are never going to see it. It's never going to come <laughs> out. It's just going to be there. We're all ashamed of our old edits at this point.
1: Yeah, no. But it's it's, it's nice to look back and see how far yeah. you've come, you know? And. Man. And how far you can go as long as you take care of that voice. Yeah. Um, because nowadays, every, people compare their work with others. And A lot, have, man. You have others who are just faster learners. Mm-hmm. Others have more free time. And they have more money and more equipment. And you're judging yourself based on the same right. things they have when you don't have those things. True, yeah. And then that's just going to further suffocate you, you know? hmm that's something I have experienced, so and I am trying my best to fight that. You know, okay. I'm fight, I'm fighting it. I'm I'm still buying camera equipment. I'm dude, this camera, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is
0: GH5. I made three <laughs> videos with it. It's three, and they're really dope. See, that's <laughs> the thing. Um, I had a camcorder when I first started, yeah. and everybody had a DSLR at that time. You know, mirrorless were not a thing. Yeah. So I was using a camcorder. No bokeh effects, no lens, just the whatever built-in lens. It's like it's, a hand cam? Yeah, yeah, it was the hand cam. You know, <laughs> yeah. like uh, all my vlogs back then, they were just filmed with this camcorder. It sucks. I don't have it anymore. I lost it in the UK. Ugh. So, yeah, it means a lot to me. I did a lot with, with these things. And um, I I actually kind of took care of that voice. Um, this is where the voice was developing so mm-hmm. you know I had a bit of control before I even knew what DSLRs are. Mm. So at some point I was filming this event. It was a gaming event in Bahrain. It was a very small thing. It was way back in 2016. And, Do you uh, what it was called? I don't remember. I think it was uh, the Bahrain Gaming Experience. Okay. And I think at that time they had this kind of competition. It wasn't really a competition, like no no cash prize or nothing. Mm. But we were just uh, filming and um, I didn't really link up with any of my friends at that point. So there were so many teams, so many media companies. They were filming around with expensive uh, equipment. They had gimbals. And at that point, I did not know that Mm. these are called gimbals. I'm just going to say it out. So... Anyways, uh, I was walking around and you know I was filming, and I published this video. And the thing that made me different than other people, it's true that they have really expensive equipment, but mine differed from the edits. Yes, their edits were really generic. Mine had some bit of a style, you know, simple slide transitions and all that. It was really <laughs> ratchet, mm. you know, at that time. But what, what after this video uh, got uh, uploaded? The host of Bahrain TV, shout out Bara Abdullah, he noticed me and he took me for my first ever Bahrain TV interview. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Using a camcorder? Now, now I remember the name, thanks to the guys behind the camera. Mm. I called the camera Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> you know lucy was my best friend okay so and you lost lucy i lost lucy you know i got evacuated because of the pandemic so i I could
1: somewhere thinking where is my uh father yeah he left me alone sorry
0: i I, you know i had to throw you away (laughs) no i got evacuated i got evacuated from the uk because of the pandemic Mm. so i couldn't take her with me i had to take my new camera Mm, with me so there was a beefy camera oh yeah that (laughs) one dx so anyways um So, yeah, uh, at that time, the voice just, you know, started going down and down and down. I couldn't hear it. I was like, I made it to an interview on Bahrain TV, which is our local, you know, uh, TV channel. Mm. Using a camcorder, that is crazy. Yeah. So he got me this interview and I spoke about a lot of things. We even did so many goofy things on on the camera and it was just hilarious. I'm like, okay, so... It's all about the edit. It's not about the camera. It's not about the equipment that you have. It's not about whether you're rich or poor. I got this or I got not, but the way that you edit and everything, and you just publish it out there, and that's how everything started. That's where I kind of took care of the voice. Good before time moved on, and then equipment actually really matters nowadays. Yeah, yeah no, so, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm
1: of the opinion that equipment does matter. A lot of people mm-hmm. say they don't. It doesn't, but it does to an extent yeah i feel like if you're starting off you don't have to start off with the best just do anything you know what i mean there uh, as a videographer i always um make fun of photography (laughs) i don't i don't like doing that because i know it takes a lot of skill it takes Mm -hmm. so much so many concepts to learn you have to learn your camera inside out you have to learn the art of composition um framing and all that stuff right so I'm not going to make fun, but with pho- photography, there's a, such a lower barrier to entry mm-hmm. than videography. True, true. Because with photography, it's very accessible. Mm-hmm. To make good photos, once you learn the fundamentals of photography, you can go out anywhere in Bahrain. Even We, we like to complain Bahrain is so empty, it doesn't have anything, mm-hmm. just cars and buildings and that's it. And just sand, right? Mm-hmm. But I still see amazing photos taken by amazing local photographers. Yeah. The next step, I think, is videography. And that's much harder because videography, it takes more, in my opinion. Um, because everything that is applicable to photography applies to videography plus more.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. like, the thing is, photography, like, um, I learned photography. Funny thing, I learned it after I learned but, videography. Same. And you know, um at first I was just installing these uh, softwares. Um I started off really basic, like you know, Adobe Lightroom. Yeah. So Lightroom, like you just simply like in the colors. I still don't know much about it, to be honest. Yeah. I'm more into videography. Mm. But yeah, um the thing is it's art in general. Like you take a photo and you put it in and you just you know play with it all the time. But you know, I kind of felt something is missing out. So I know a lot of people use Photoshop, they use Illustrator and what's so yeah. not. Uh, but I just, you know, dodged it to the side. I was like, I think I'm just going to stick to videography. It has some music. And I really like the music element of videography that you slap in the music, you get to play with the B. As yeah. you started off with editing, you just sync it with the clips yeah. and what's so not. But I do strongly agree with you that videography is like the next step. Yeah. But you never know. Um, some photographers take their photos to the next Yeah, no, uh,
1: that's wh- the that's next f- level. That's the thing about photography. I'm not saying it's easier Mm -hmm. what i said i'm very careful with my words what i said was there's a lower barrier to entry Mm -hmm. meaning it's easier to get into it yeah yeah. but it's harder to stand out
0: yeah that's 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 the the thing we this competition thing man that's
1: the thing with photography because there's such a easy entrance to it Mm -hmm. to stand out from the crowd is where where the problem is where Mm -hmm. because with videography even though the barrier to entry is much higher Mm -hmm. once you get in you can you can develop your own style easier yeah yeah when when I used to do my edits on Call of Duty back back then, I had distinct style mm-hmm. I, like um and i I knew a lot of editors that had their own style, so that when somebody is is inspired by me um. Does an edit like me, like, oh, I see that he mm-hmm. got that from me. And when I do the same from others, uh, I, I tell, like, I got inspired by, I used to look up this to this guy named Noah's Edits. This guy was, oh, yeah, I think I know him, was yeah, yeah. ahead of his time, mm-hmm. ahead of his time, this guy. And I used to try to copy his stuff, but, but when I copy, I do my own thing. And that's, mm-hmm. that's how I learned videography or video editing. I started oh, with yeah. video editing, videography comes, comes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way I started was a lot of people can watch tutorials right you can watch tutorials yeah. anybody can do the same thing the guy's saying in the tutorial you can put put the clip and and follow after the person and you'll have the same result mm. that th- this thing is not only you're not the only one watching that tutorial you have thousands of other people watching yeah, that's and then and then all of a sudden when this tutorial comes out you see all these kids upload edits all of a sudden with the same effect and they don't have their own style Mm-hmm. when i used to when i used to learn um from tutorials i would listen and i would change it i would i would make it my own style yeah add a bit of spice to it yes exactly <laughs> yeah. so it's 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 a double-edged sword when it comes to videography and photography too like when the lower barrier to entry with videography you have you have much more room to tell a story because yeah, you're telling it in the that's video
0: that's the thing that got me into videography yeah. that's the thing
1: you can tell a story right mm-hmm. With photography, it's much, much, much harder to tell a story in one photo. That's what makes yeah. great photographers. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. When, when, you, when you want to stand out, it's not just following all the technicalities. Oh, yeah, I have my ISO on the right. My mm-hmm. um, f-stop is correct. Um, the, the composition is nice. But uh, you can have someone who can take a very crappy technical photo, like in, like it was bad exposure, whatever. Mm. But the story he's telling or she's telling in that photo can make them way better, yeah right true. because it takes creativity to be to be able to stand out from a crowd that are, are all doing the same thing mm-hmm. so with the videography what, what what also it makes it harder is, is the the workflow because taking videos is much more taxing um, you have you need more space, you need to move, you need to carry the camera, you need to direct. Then you need to, when you edit, it's not just, you know not editing one photo and then, because, you know, if you take a photo in a similar place, but you take a hundred photos in a similar setting, yeah. you can, you can edit one photo and then copy the filter that you did on one yeah, photo and paste so it, and and it and adjust yeah, it a little bit. that's what I do, to be honest. Yeah, yeah
0: that's yeah. one of the things that I do with photography because mm. I wasn't really that involved with it, mm. as I said, but uh, also this one thing with the photographers, the one that really stand out in Bahrain especially, is that they work really, really hard and I really respect that uh they work really hard uh, in the setup like you'd say okay it's a it's there's a camera there's a tripod sometimes there's no tripod it's just the camera but you'd see a lot of props behind the camera a lot of preparations i don't know it's
1: scary makeup you see see uh, the lights
0: yeah (laughs) like i still don't know like i just had the shoot last week and i was a video guy and there was a photographer can you imagine the photographer had way more equipment than i did I just went handheld with my camera, probably like two lenses, mm. and that guy had lighting. They had props. I I, I can't tell you what I exactly saw because I still don't know what those equipments are called. Yeah. So they had so many things, yeah. and they were all just trying to tell a story. Yes. So yeah, that's in my opinion, that's what makes a great photographer. Yeah. They work really hard on the setup, but to us videographers, we could get away with it uh, with the editing thingy. Sometimes we can, sometimes we cannot, or we cannot, so yeah. you know it all depends
1: and that's that goes back to what I was trying to uh, say is that pick, why did this person have so much equipment because you need that mm-hmm. to survive in photography True. yeah, you need it because photography is is everybody's everybody can buy a DSLR or buy a camera nowadays and go and, and click the button, right, True. but what's going to make you stand out and that 's why uh, it's a sad reality, but um, in Bahrain. When you have clients, they don't care <laughs> about the photo itself. They do, but when when they want to get some, when they w- w- want to hire a photographer,
0: they if you would show see up with their equipment, yes. yeah, they have to yeah. see their equipment.
1: Why do you just have this camera? Yeah. You know, why I don't you have my you own story have, to
0: tell you yeah. about these things? Yeah, and, and that's that's something
1: I want to discuss. Is that as I know before the podcast, you was, you said mm-hmm. you don't have much experience when it comes to Bahrain's market in, in terms of videography. Mm -hmm. And and photography, I can mainly speak for videography, but I know photographers in Bahrain. Mm -hmm. It's a bad market. It is, to be honest. Like I worked in video production houses briefly. I worked in marketing agencies uh, as an intern, and they care about the equipment, and you don't have much room for creativity. You can do the most insane edit right in post, and it'll attract a lot of people. But the client is going to be like, "Hey, make it." Much crap better no, make it much crappier. crappier? They, they okay. won't say that word. Okay, they'll say, "I don't want this transition. I don't want that. Don't do that." And then, and then the edit becomes so basic; it's just a pan and cut. And, and your creative and space just fades dead. away. Yeah, and that's why I love this hobby, right? Mm-hmm. But I cannot survive on it as a career. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's especially in Bahrain because if you're in the US and or in Western countries, you have some areas in which you can, you can, no matter how much the competition is. You can still thrive, and there's are two things mainly: weddings and real estate. Mm-hmm. In America, people get married. Everybody, everybody gets married. <laughs> but like in America, people get no, no one's gonna stop mm-hmm. getting married, and no one's gonna. And, and as long as people are getting married around you, you, they can hire you as a as a videographer. And the, it's so easy to get into. Let's say your friends getting married. Tell tell your friend, hey, look. Usually, videographers, at least, this is at least, mm-hmm. charge $1,400 in America. That's what I oh, yeah, researched the market. Okay? There's
0: a big gap between exactly. the market and ours, man. Yeah.
1: So you can tell your friend, hey, I'm not going to charge you a cent. Let me do this shoot for free. Okay? So don't hire hey, what another are videographer. You into? <laughs> so, so then you get an ch- easy barrier into the market, like easy entry to the, to the market, I mean, sorry. Because you use your friend who's getting married. Um, I didn't use it in a bad way, but it's just mm-hmm. like it took advantage of, yeah. of the opportunity that, that he provided or she provided. You made a video and now suddenly you have something to show potential clients. Hey, this is my work. Mm-hmm. You have, you're building your portfolio. Over here, um, especially if you're looking at traditional marriages, it's not a market for a guy. So half, half, the, half the videographers mm-hmm. are gone. So you have you're left with women. Why? Because you have some religious uh, weddings yeah, or yeah. ceremonies so that like are separated. We girl coming in, not a, guy, not a guy. So yeah. So so now we're gone. That's that's gone. Real estate is another uh, area where the West thrives in because they sell houses. It's a, it's a much bigger land, um, and uh, they always want to make, make the houses look good. It's an important thing. And it's actually the rates are similar to weddings in terms of pay Mm -hmm. 1,400 1,500 at least i'm talking about least it can go up to 5,000 10,000 depending on how big the house is how how, how many photos they want if they want to include drone shots Mm -hmm. um you know so yeah these are two things two huge markets for freelance videographers in the west these are the two biggest for freelance videographers and we don't have them here Especially for yeah. guys yeah, and yeah. Even if you do But I saw I saw Posts on my Instagram feed um, Female videographer For weddings Or photographer You know how much She's charging 150 Damn that's, man baby, that's, that's sad
0: That's upsetting That's man. sad that's so If sad. you're
1: charging that much Especially um, Because they feel like They have to Because nobody wants to pick They just think You're showing up And they're mm-hmm. just paying For the pictures They're just going to That's it And that's, yeah. they don't think About the skills The years it took you to, to develop the skills They don't think about the Thousands. The editing time. And the editing time, the, the thousands. And filming it is just a yeah. whole process. Man. The money you spend on your equipment. True, man. The time you're, you're, you're spending on, on shooting. The time you're spending on editing. They don't count. They're like, oh, man, it's 50 you're, BD. You're, just,
0: you know, you're so expensive. Yeah. Just take it down. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's honestly how it started with me as well. Mm. I started off by doing free advertisements. Just yeah. to build up my portfolio. I was yes. like, hey, I like this. Hey, I like this. Then all of a sudden, my first client was like, you know what? I should pay you. And you know, they started paying me off. And to be honest, I had ads for like 15 BD, mm. 20 BD, 30 and so on and so on and so on. And then, you know, I was, after hearing out, like hearing about the markets, hey, they go off to 150, 200, 300. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna slap in this price. I'm gonna start off with 150, as you just mentioned. Mm. So I said, yeah, my well, prices are like 150 BD for like a one minute video. Yeah, And all of them would be like, that's too expensive. That's too expensive. And I always have to cut it down to 100, 100, 100. Yeah. So that's how it first started. But yeah, if let's just say if we were in America right now, we're probably be millionaires yeah. with all the ads that we've created. Yes. So it took me around, I don't know, I'm not going to say an exact number, but let's just say easily more than 10, 15, possibly 20 ads to make the money back that I spent on my equipment. Yeah. So, yeah, that's this is-
1: upsetting. This is, and, and let me tell you this, if you and I were in America, like you said, mm-hmm. and we're shooting four weddings a week, because now let's say if I'm doing it solo, it's harder, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm shooting the videos, I have to go back edit. Let's say we have four shoots a week. So let's say 2000 each, right? Mm-hmm. That'll be $8,000. We mm-hmm. split half 4k each yeah. and that's in one week. No. So I will shoot one wedding and you, you're going to edit this wedding and next wedding you shoot and I edit. And we sp- and and usually they that's all
0: the money it made. Matt. Yes, and we and, just and, made it back.
1: And, they, and and weddings, you know, they're patient in the U.S. They they wait for like a month or two for their photos and videos to come out. Because I know a guy who just got married and it took him a month. Um, for, for him to get his photos And that's fine That's that's normal yeah. If I had a month To do this stuff Man I would be happy Over here we have a
0: week Yeah you know, For three or four days Yeah, yeah so, a few days Like yeah hey, I need yeah. this in, uh, Tomorrow I'm like, <laughs> Do you want to know A quick funny story Tell me I just felt something Like really quick It was just like um, A short little ad He wanted the video Next day So I filmed it at night He wants the video Next day That's how The markets over here They just don't get The hard work
1: Usually if you do that That, that, that turnaround time In the US mm-hmm. Let's say you go from one month for an ad to one day, or let's say let's go, you go from two weeks to a day. Mm-hmm. Let's say the two weeks you were uh, that you were given originally, you would charge two thousand. Okay, let's say another the same guy tells you, hey, never mind, I want it tomorrow. You know how much you would be able to charge him?
0: Probably like ten thousand. Oh, I was just about to say 10,000 Next day delivery like, next What day is delivery, this, Amazon Prime? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's uh, The amount of time he was gonna the, he, he will have to Or he or she will have to sit 24 hours non-stop editing And yeah, yeah like, You have Losing to render sleep
0: And uh, like There were probably, probably no food And what's so on The
1: market here is just It just discouraged me from, from trying Because I really I really mm-hmm. I, I've been telling Hamad too Right here We have people behind the cameras By the way Yeah, yeah I have, I told Mohammed here I told him um, I really want to start a video production company in Bahrain. I really do. I really mm-hmm. want to. I buy camera. I buy cameras. I buy lenses. I bought. Mm-hmm. I bought a gimbal. I'm okay. a, I don't. I don't get to use it, and it feels mm-hmm. so. I want to start. I see people doing videos, but then, why would I leave my job? I'm making a stable amount of income, right? I have job security, mm-hmm. and uh, it helps me survive and thrive. Mm-hmm. Why would I ditch that and go for something that might pay me, might not pay me, mm-hmm. and if it does, it pays me pennies. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, and I have to deal with clients, I have to deal with all their BS. Um, it's just not worth. So it's sad because it's slowly killing my hobby.
0: It does, and yeah. uh, I lost my passion, uh, kind of, because of these things. Um, during the pandemic, I was trying to make some money. I did not really have a job because I graduated in the mm-hmm. pandemic. So for one year, I just relied on ads on YouTube videos, for example, and all that stuff. But all the ads that I filmed, like I was just depending on the market. And I always just told myself, this is just the pandemic race. Everything is going to, you know, blow up. You know, the prices are going to go really high uh, as soon as the pandemic is over. But yeah, uh, the more I filmed ads, more than I filmed my own personal YouTube videos or Instagram edits, TikTok and all that stuff. It would just uh, kill me internally. Like, um, I wouldn't uh, really enjoy editing as much as I used to, Mm. like how when we started editing, uh, you know, Call of Duty edits and all that stuff. But then uh, I just uh, decided to fight it at some point. I was like, okay, I got no job, I need to make some cash, and I need to, you know, make YouTube work at some point and make all these videos. So I just uh, limited my creativity and all these advertisements in general. I was like, okay, I'm going to save these special effects for myself, for my own personal videos, for the movie I just uploaded and what's on yeah. And I'm going to give them nothing. I'm going to give the advertisement like almost nothing. Mm. But then, sadly, as time goes on, uh, there's much more competition out there in the market. Yeah. So I got to, you know, show my express skills yeah. in the market to just, you know, catch up with them. So that's where this thing happened to me as well. Yeah, that edit is so nice. Make it more crappier. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. That's yeah. where it's all sort of. Uh, because here's the thing. Society over here um, adds standards uh, to video editing in general. Uh, when you see these advertisements on TV or in big companies, you know, they're really generic. I'm not really hating or disliking or anything. I it's, respect all, uh, you know, creators yeah. and not but then that's the thing. Everybody wants the same thing in our market. Yeah. Yeah. We just want it to be like that. So every time you would approach a client or a client approaches you, uh, they'd show you uh, like this thing. Hey, I want my coffee shop video to look like this coffee shop video. And we're like, where is the creativity? Yeah. Thing? So yeah, that's the sad thing about it. The creativity either it goes really big or just shrinks and yeah, just fades away.
1: No, I agree. I, I Like I said, I worked part time in the production house. I also interned you know, in agencies, and I've seen what they do. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of equipment. Okay. it's amazing. You know, if I had that, I'd be so happy. But then you see the videos they make. It's it's just so sad. It's it's just the generic. You know, the ad music, the copyright free, <laughs> the jolly, <Yeah>. <laughs> no <laughs> copyright sounds, no copyright sounds. It's the same songs being over used over and over again. um into cuts until you have conference meetings and banks and these executives yeah, yeah. Are, are are talking that's the kind of work i did also and it's kind of it's it's just depressing you have all this equipment you have these nice computers you have these nice lights you have these talented people and then the kind of videos you're making is just are just so sad and every studio is the same um and that's i'm the type of person that i want to have a say in and in, in the video if I'm gonna do ads, I don't mm-hmm. want to do ads, man. I don't want to. Sh- I, I want to do my own things. You see these YouTubers who go travel, and shoot their videos, and and they mm-hmm. have creative freedom, and they have drones. Speaking of drones, man, mm-hmm. the b- official Bahrain Instagram account they posted a drone shot of the World Trade Center. You know the one with the fans, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait, we, we don't have drones. And <laughs> then I see they give credit to two German guys who travel the world shooting drone shots. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're giving permission for foreigners to come and and shoot drone footage, but you're not investing in your youth who want who, yeah, who can produce the same. Always sh- wanted drones. Yeah, man. we can do the wanted. same, but you're allowing these foreigners to do them, mm-hmm. who who are coming for one day or two, and you're giving them credit, and it's, a, it's mm-hmm. a nice shot. But we can do the same. Just give us a chance. Yeah. Right. I I, I get that there's a concern with drones yeah, yeah, with when it safety, comes to spying knows. and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But you know, that's, why, that's what licenses are for. Mm-hmm. If you, that's how you can start at least introducing them. Mm-hmm. You know that if you, if you give a license to a person and you know their drone, if you see the drone in a, in a place, you'll know that it belongs to this person. Yeah. So you can track them. Yeah. We're you know, taking away <laughs> your, your drone and your license. Start At least start. Yeah, because us people, a chance. give <laughs> us a chance. You have UAE. You can you can do shots there. You have you know a lot of Middle Eastern countries. You can mm-hmm. do, but Bahrain we cannot. And so it's it's a whole dimension that 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 is everywhere now drone mm-hmm. footage is everywhere it's a whole new thing that we can we don't have access to
0: man you could be famous by just uploading drone shots you know just yeah. simple edit here just one clip put on some music yeah. color grade, color it, grade it, just it. post it on tiktok that's, uh, that's you're it you're famous boom yeah you're the drone guy now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so
1: <laughs> i really want to get into drones but yeah. I, I i can't yeah. um and so but going back to the whole bahrain market thing man i i totally agree um it's suffocating and it's just not a viable option for mm-hmm. me. And it's sad because I want to shoot videos. But even, I, I know I said earlier, I don't want to contradict myself, but I said mm-hmm. earlier, photography, you know, people complain that Bahrain doesn't have anything, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still produce amazing photos. Yeah. But when it comes to videography, it's much, much harder because Bahrain legit has nothing. You just have car videos, right? Mm-hmm. If you're doing freelancing. Yeah. Car videos, maybe, 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 if you're like a your real estate, okay. right? And you can do some ads, but usually companies don't, if you're, if if we're talking about bigger companies, they won't hire a freelance guy, they'll hire a studio. But if it's like a burger place, a restaurant, Mm -hmm. you know, coffee shop that wants to hire someone for cheap. And that's another thing about the market that hurts is that people who are videographers, um, we need to start saying no. Mm. No to what? to like,
0: crappy offers. Yeah.
1: When you when you say that you went from 150 to
0: 100, say
1: no. Yeah. 100%. You, we need to because mm. if we don't do that, if, if there's is going to be a fool who's going to say, yeah, I'll do it for 50 BD. You're hurting but mm. but the other videographers by doing that because then that's the rate you're setting and that's what they're expecting from from videographers who are spending so much mm-hmm. of their money and their time learning this craft. And then there's some Joe and Shmoe buys a camera, mm-hmm. thinks he's good or he, she's good. And then, yeah, I'm going to charge 50 for a wedding. That's,
0: or. that's ridiculous, man. 50 BD is like nothing. And to be mm. honest, uh, some clients, I would say actually a client I'm speaking to right now, He'd probably never know about this because this is going to be uploaded <laughs> later on. Yeah. But let's just say I charge him an X amount. Let's yeah. just say an X amount. Yes. He's like, oh, this X amount is kind of expensive. I don't have the budget right now. Because at the same time, somebody is offering me to do this project for a Y amount. Yeah. And Y amount is way, way, way cheaper. Let's just yeah. say so, so cheaper. More mm-hmm. than 50 BD. Okay. Uh, cheaper than my amount. Mm -hmm. So I always get these things. And uh, to go back to your point, I do agree with you, because I also freelance while I do YouTube, even though Mm -hmm. I focus more on YouTube, uh, even though it took me ages to come back, it took me a year to come back to YouTube. During all this time, like there were a lot of personal things that impacted me, but also freelancing did impact me a lot. I was trying to make a living out of freelancing for a year. And to be honest, I was still way, way far away from it. Because it's a struggle. of struggle, yeah, because of these like these you know little unnecessary competition that we got over here, yeah, but at the same time, I also agree with you t- with the other point, we only have this limited things to firm and yeah, and I'll answer you as a freelancer, there are only three things I would say I w- but you you can tell that I'm wrong, but sure. you know some people might find out other things Let but, me, can I try to guess them first, yeah, yeah, there are three things okay. Go.
1: Like food and beverages. Yeah, that's true.
0: Cars. Yep. This is the easier one. This is the easiest one. (laughs) Modeling, fashion. Okay. So, yeah, those are the three things uh, that you film. You know, models, uh, fashion, all that. Mm -hmm. Cars and food. Yeah. So, yeah, if it, it, uh, like, I don't know. What are other things on these three? But yeah, this is the space that we have over here. And sadly, I've always wanted to run on the street, on the highway to film something, you know, <laughs> like we can't even film a time-lapse from a rooftop over here. But yeah, I'm just hoping for the better. But yeah, freelancing does kill your creativity. It does, it does. All right, switching topics. Well, not really,
1: we're going to stay right. the same. <laughs> but I, uh, we want to talk about um, your latest video slash movie. <laughs> Trouble in Paradise. Yep, <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about this, by the way. So he may. We'll talk about it more. I'll let, I'll let you explain what it is, because obviously okay, it's okay. your, you're the director, you're the mm-hmm. editor, you're the, you're the guy. Um, but I saw a a, a post from Mahmoud out of nowhere saying uh, ten days left or something like that. No, I saw, I saw the three D.
0: The trailer The trailer Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> Like, whoa This looks
0: <laughs> sick What is this? I wasn't the one who did that So, yeah, yeah, I know yeah you tra- It was my buddy Mohammed Naif Shout out He was the Shout one out. who did that, that. Was, It was amazing work Yeah
1: I, Was that your laptop too? The same laptop? Yeah, yeah
0: he, Like this guy uh, That's the thing about me I told almost nobody yeah. You know. You know, besides, you know my tight, close friends—hence yeah. the two behind the camera right here. Yeah, you know. Um, so I just told the, uh, you know, this close circle of mine that I'm doing a movie, blah blah blah, whatso not. And uh, I would answer you later on when you ask me the question about yes. how long it took me to edit this. Yeah. So yeah, and then I just approached um, my good friends from B, the record label. The one with Rista, yeah, yeah. L-O- maybe L-O-A-D-B, LOADB is L.O.A.D.B. last of a dying breed, yeah, right? Yep, last of a dying breed. Shout out Rista. We had him the first, yeah, ep- yeah. <laughs>
1: Yo, <laughs> it's, think it's, about this. It's crazy. Season one, episode one was a LODB, yeah, oh man, L-O-A-D-B <laughs> uh, guy, and now season two, episode one is an LOADB, yeah. guy.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. So, I just sat in the studio and I told him about it. I was like, guys, in two weeks, I'm gonna announce that, um, we I've been working on this movie. For a certain amount of time. I'm just going to wait for your question. Yeah, no worries. And then uh, they were like, whoa, what? And then uh, suddenly Mohammed Naif told me, uh, you know, I really want to like get close to you. I want to get to know you more because Arista speaks a lot about you and all that stuff. Because uh, I don't really show up in the studio uh, often because I've been working on this movie for mm-hmm. so long. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't really show up for, for so for so much time, man. So that's when I sat down and first spoke to him. I told him a lot about my stories, about my Instagram page. I was even explaining to him my stories um, through the Instagram post mm-hmm. and what's not. And then he decided that he wants to contribute. And it was like for real, like what do you do? And he showed me his work, and it was just I was just mind blown, man. This guy is talented. Yeah. And I was like, uh, go ahead. And then he asked me, so uh, what are the elements that describes you? So I told him, obviously my camera, my MSI laptop. I for some reason I love my MSI <laughs> laptop. It's not really that special, but mm. I just love my MSI laptop. I don't, be, I cannot believe you're still using a laptop to uh, edit. Yeah, I can't, I, I, I cannot. <laughs> I, had, I had to upgrade from a laptop. See, the thing is with my laptop, uh, you can I take could, it anywhere. I could carry it anywhere. Yeah. So I always go out with my friends. Uh, I'd be in gatherings, and you'd see this odd kid in the corner mm. with his laptop editing. That would be me. Mm. So, anyways, the MSI laptop, camera my car yeah. which is the yellow one i think that was the, that
1: was the main attraction
0: yeah, yeah. Like just visually looking yeah, at yeah. It, you know? it just looked so nice yeah. and then um yeah what else jordans because yeah. uh i really really love my jordans mm. I, know, I i'm not that much of a collector but i i just save them and take care of them Nice. so i just sold him all these elements and then a few days later he surprised me with this i was like look I'm like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, good. Damn. Yeah, this this really attracted like a lot of attention. And I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, when he first sent it to me, it's just like I, I just saw it a million times in one hour. Let's just say so. That was ro- really, really good. So the point is uh, behind that trailer is that I wanted to tell people that I'm about to tell you my life story that i've been recording for the past two and a half years yeah since covid started right since covid started so these were just the elements of myself yeah the movie had elements of 125 people yeah and a lot of people a lot of people
1: man we know i i saw this and i'm like what is this guy doing Uh, (laughs) you know this is usually usually um when you are going to post something, a video, you post like a teaser or something in your story. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the... If, yeah, if that's I'm what up. I do. I just post something mm-hmm. real quick. But it, it just came story. out of nowhere. Yeah. And like, I'm about to drop a movie. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> hmm, I was being skeptical. What do you mean by movie? You know? <laughs> what's this then, guy doing what, movie out of nowhere? Whoa, 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 what does he mean? Go back I, to I, I, was like, I, was cautious, <laughs> I was cautious, but also optimistic, you know? Mm-hmm. And and then I saw the, 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 tra- the posters, you know, 10 days to go, 9 yeah. days to go i like, and then I see Rista posting. I see of people reposting. I'm like, mm, I'm getting hyped now. I want to yeah. see this. And then you message me out of nowhere saying, "Hey, you're in this movie." By the way, I'm like,
0: what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You, Whoa. Just, you just had to be there.
1: <laughs> uh, at first, I'm not going to lie. I, mm-hmm. At first, I thought you're we going to do like a, like a, you know, when on YouTube they said draw my life and they narrate. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you we could do something like that about videos. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you, you would have a voiceover, like you're going to talk about how you started editing. Maybe you would mention me as how mm-hmm. you saw me. I was like, okay, maybe that's what he means. Because I don't remember, <laughs> I, I don't remember <laughs> participating in this movie. Yeah. But I didn't ask. I ask what? how was I involved? That was weird. I thought yeah. you'd ask. Man. No, I didn't ask. Okay. Like, I want, I want to be surprised. Mm-hmm. And then I was just there for one second. But I was like, ah, I remember now because we'll talk about it. But mm-hmm. uh, I saw, when I saw you dropping it, cause I was in uh, work. I was in Riyadh. Uh, the okay. projects over there. I was in the hotel room and mm-hmm. I see um, your video. 30 minutes almost long, 29 yeah. point, whatever. So 30 yeah. minutes, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, you're actually dropping a, a short movie, a short film, a movie, basically a movie. You're like, hey, yeah, yeah. It's actually a movie. And I start, and I, before watching it, I I told, I don't know if, um, Mohammed, if you were there, the guy behind the camera, but. Um, What's up, mutual, mutual friends we had in, in Discord. I was like, guys, uh, so I have this guy who I've known for a long time, and he said I'm in his movie. Let's watch it together. Oh crap! You said that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. So we start watching it, and we wa- we watched the video. I'm like, mm-hmm. that was really good. It was very, it was emotional,
0: but it was yeah. it was.
1: And then and then I see my part, and I'm like, oh, that's that's that's. I remember him bringing the camera because yeah, yeah. that day. Um I'd always
0: be carrying a camera. Around. Yeah. That's the thing about me. Because so. that,
1: that day when you brought the camera, I thought you were just taking photos and you did the we did the mafia game. It was your video. birthday too.
0: Was it my birthday? Yeah. Uh, no. I think it was a week before your birthday because you yeah. told me that you wanted photos for your birthday. Yeah. And you told me make me look good. Okay. So
1: <laughs> So Um Mafia we did the mafia video mm-hmm. that day, I think. Did we do that that yeah, day? Yeah, we or? did that. We did that. Yeah. So. And then uh <laughs> And then yeah, I thought that's why you bought the camera. But then you took a candid video of me. It was just sitting eating a tick. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, no, it was amazing. I think um, I'll let you talk about it in, in a second. Oh, I'll ask you how long it took you to edit it. But man. The, my, I want to tell you my favorite part before I forget. Okay. Go my ahead. favorite part. Well, you do want me to, to talk about the video, like the technical, technicalities, from a videographer perspective. You yeah, could you could do it now really or want. after. Yeah.
0: Um, it's totally up to you So Okay okay I was gonna say one part And
1: we're gonna talk We're gonna break it down Okay okay The part I liked the most was uh, First of all Your music choice is amazing
0: Oh thank you so yeah. much <laughs> the J.
1: Cole She's mine part two I'm like Oh, oh yeah yeah sensible, <laughs> I'll uh, tell you why I chose that song yeah. later on so. Okay So my favorite part was the jet ski part when the when I think Ed Sheeran was singing, yeah, yeah, and a then, bloodstream song, yeah. And then, and yeah, you did the tiny planet with the 360 camera, oh, and yeah, then, and then the jet ski it's, it's transitions and all I that. Was like, oh, you know. that's
0: good, yeah. I remember doing that like as if it was yesterday, man. I yeah. still remember editing every bits of good. tiny pieces of, of everything in this movie, it Great. just took forever to finish. How long did it take you to finish this? Any guesses?
1: Well, he's, I, well, see, there I are would, two answers there was a
0: the filming. Okay. The filming. Okay, the filming took two and a half years. Yes. Let's get that out of the way. Now the editing time.
1: What, what I would do if I were you, mm-hmm. if I knew from the get-go I wanted to make a pandemic movie, mm-hmm. documenting it, I would start
0: editing on a weekly basis after I got footage. I edited every single day. Every single day. <laughs> every, after finishing okay. um, the two and a half years of filming. Okay. So yeah, Wait, after
1: after yeah. filming. So you didn't start editing while nope, you're filming.
0: Nope. I got. Around 14 hard disks on my table at home. 14? 14 hard disks, each one terabyte, you know.
1: So 14 terabytes of footage. Yeah,
0: you could say. Uh, to be honest, some are two terabytes. Okay. So I don't really know. Roughly,
1: would you would say like 25 terabytes of footage?
0: Uh, I'd say, I'd say, yeah, 25. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, that yeah, sounds and like then a after nightmare, <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> a nightmare. Um, sometimes my friends would ask, uh, just grab your laptop, come at it at my place, and what's on, just so I could spend time with them, just so I could see some humans around me. But then I told them, no, I can't. I'm kind of connecting three hard disks to my laptop at this <laughs> time, so I can't really carry everything, you know, I would need to carry my mouse, and yeah, what's that, it's not. hectic. It is, it is. But sometimes it would go out of my way just to, just to see them because I really like my friends. Honestly, with them, they are also a major part of the inspiration for this movie. Yeah. After all, the movie speaks about them more than they do about me. Mm. So, yeah, uh, fourteen hard disks. And so yeah. you said
1: every day after you've, you yeah. filmed. Mm-hmm. When did you filmed. When was your last day of filming?
0: Um, I can't really exact, like I can't really tell to be honest. But how many an days
1: of editing did you take? How many months? Yeah, How many weeks? That, that's where the answer would Tell be. Me. Eight
0: months. Eight months. Eight every months, day. man. Yeah. No, one more month and I'd be giving out a baby, man. Oh, that's, <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> it's your labor. Yeah. I so, mean, it's a
1: premature baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: so they cut up your,
1: your stomach and then the video is there. Yeah, that's the C section.
0: So, yeah. yeah, eight months, man. And um, to be honest, um, like in between, I had to stop because some things happened. Yeah. And what's or not. So, yeah. But I, that's amazing. That's a long no, time. Yeah.
1: I just came back from Japan like uh, three weeks ago almost and um, I wanted to do a candid travel film, meaning I didn't want to plan anything, I just wanted to go and shoot and I got a camera, I didn't know anything about the camera, I got the camera like shortly before traveling Mm -hmm. I didn't shoot much with it before leaving, I learned on the go, Um, I regret not not learning it to be honest.
0: (laughs) It's okay, I still don't know everything about my camera Uh, so...
1: No, because... The stabilization. I'm so used to my GH5, my Panasonic mm-hmm. GH5. The n body stabilization without a gimbal is freaking amazing. You saw my Mustang yeah, yeah, video, yeah.
0: right? Well man, that it was all handheld. We still talk about that video. <laughs> Me and my friends are like, "Yeah, this guy is crazy," and we'd wish that you'd come back to yeah. editing. So. I, I,
1: I will. Don't, worry, don't yeah. worry. I have plans. You, you take your time. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I, that entire thing was shot handheld, <laughs> and uh, the Sony doesn't have a good stable. But okay. that makes sense because. The sensor on the GH5 is much smaller, so it's easier mm-hmm. to um, develop the stabilization for it because you have much room, to, much more room to work with. Yeah, yeah. The Sony is a full-frame sensor, so the, it's not going to be good. And I, I wish I had a gimbal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had one, but I wish I took it. But I, at the same time, I don't think so because it would have been too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Like so you're traveling in Japan. you want to yeah, enjoy the it too. I yeah,
1: want to yeah. enjoy Japan. Mm-hmm. Like um, I tried to do 50-50 where... And in a moment, I'm shooting, I don't wanna not absorb what I'm shooting, yeah, so sometimes it's like I'm just looking at it like there's one exhibit where we just I was just sitting and laying <laughs> and just looking up it's like amazing All right. but uh, I have so much footage, and I really wanna do a travel film video and uh i have some i have uh, over i have maybe a terabyte no maybe less i have oh less than a terabyte uh, five five hundred gigabytes let's okay. say five hundred gigabytes worth of 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 footage. Uh, maybe even less. I don't even know. Okay. Um, but uh, still, it's a lot of footage um, for one trip, and I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. I have the song in my head. I have a vision in my head. I did some mm-hmm. hyperlapse shots. I know you like hyperlapse. We'll oh about man, it. <laughs> yeah, I could clearly see. Um, but but I, the only reason I'm bringing up the Japan thing is because I'm trying to compare mm-hmm. how long it would take me to edit this versus how long it took oh, you to edit yours. Yeah. Because you did two two. I'm trying to give people a perspective mm-hmm. or uh, on how much editing is eight months of editing it's yes. a lot so oh. I, I have so much footage and i want to edit but i can't because obviously of work so mm-hmm. I, I i'm just stuck um but i, I will and i have uh, and because this footage is not stable
0: you have to stabilize it every single shot
1: oh my but not God. every single the, what i do is i go through the catalog and see which shots i want to stabilize mm-hmm. but the stabilization is is taxing to the computer mm-hmm. um, so a thirty-second clip to stabilize will take five minutes. Let's say, yeah, yeah, four minutes, yeah, five is, minutes. Imagine that for hundreds of shots, and then once I'm done with the footage that's stabilized, I have to then start editing 4K footage on After Effects. After Effects doesn't it doesn't mm. like 4K footage, and I have to then understand where I want to place each clip. See, because for you, um, the one thing you're I want to say actually I don't know. It's okay. Go ahead. It. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't ahead. know how you did it, but I would assume if I were in your position, if I'm shooting a film mm-hmm. of of over the duration of two years, the sequence would be easy. I would just go from beginning to end. True. I'll start from the footage from the beginning to end. Mm-hmm. With Japan, I don't want to do that. I don't want to start. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to force myself because I'm not shooting a film. I'm not shooting it like mm-hmm. a documentary in a sense of, true, true. of what I did. I'm just trying to make it look aesthetic. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. I'm not trying yeah. to tell a, a big story. Yeah. yeah. So th- the the last video I took could be the first shot I use in in, in, in the shot and and uh yeah. the video, but I don't know. So I have to like <laughs> I I've I would say so far, mm-hmm. I've stabilized 25% of the footage. Oh, we got a long way to go. I have so much.
0: Yeah. So but just take your time. Just yeah, be yeah. creative. And uh, I'll be like, yeah, you, I, yeah. won't,
1: I won't I <laughs> want the only people who know I'm working on a video are the ones who are listening, right? Or watching. I'm not going uh, <laughs> to say, Hey, I, I did say I have so much footage I'm going to edit, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to mention the particular video I'm working on. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what it's going to be about. I'm not going to say what song I chose. I'm not going to make a trailer for, it. I'm just going to okay. one day. I'm just going to hate tomorrow. So drop dropping. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like you now. I'll ask or your something? friend to do a 3D trailer for me. All right. No, oh, okay. well, or, or words, if
0: you're watching this, look what's up.
1: So, no. So, tell, tell me more about Trouble in Paradise. Tell me why, what motivated you to do this. Um, oh, man. Where tell, do just, I start? Just you, Yeah. Tell me.
0: All right. So, for those who don't know, Trouble in Paradise is a movie that is based on characters that live in the same time and space as you do. So whenever you, like somebody films a movie, there'll be actors, but this time or in this movie, it's actual general characters. Like, you know, my friends are over here behind the camera. They're actually real characters besides you, yeah. also a character in the movie. Yeah. So what makes this movie different than other movies? There are like so many attributes that makes it different. And uh, other than the actors being real people, it also has minimum narration. So You wouldn't see a dialogue here and there. I think there were just like bits, tiny pieces of dialogue, like in between. But It's like candid. People are saying things. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. But in this movie, it's the lyrics of the song that, you know, speak the story. But not every lyric of the song tells a story. Sometimes it just happens to be there and the clip has to be there. And here is the funny part. Choosing the songs was the toughest thing out of this movie. It was way tough than stabilizing the clips, uh, way tough than script writing the movie, trying to make a story together, um, way tough than the transitions, the special effects, everything, everything. The songs, the song, songs song choices, hard, were just so bad, and it was such a mental battle because, like, this is something totally new to me. I'm, I'm using, I don't know, I, I even forgot how many songs I used. Probably six or five, and then I was just. You know, there's nobody better than Kendrick. Kendrick at that time released the new album. I was just so inspired. Even though Logic's my favorite, favorite artist, but I love him so much I wouldn't use his songs. So I would keep him for myself. Yeah. But Kendrick was just, wow, man. So I would go to work every single day. I have a, I have a day job. So I would go, I'd be losing sleep the night before because of editing. And I would just listen to Kendrick and Kendrick and Kendrick. And then I found the most perfect Kendrick song. And I just slapped it in, and I listened to the lyrics. And I'm like, yeah, I could tell a story with these lyrics. So, yeah, besides Kendrick, there's J. Cole. And J. Cole was the emotional part. So I uh, love that song, by the way. That
1: that album was one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, so um, uh, J. Cole uh, and that song, I'm not really sure, so correct me if I'm wrong. But he was speaking to his son. Or his daughter, daughter. I'm not sure daughter, yeah his daughter yeah. my bad yeah because so, there's
1: two parts there's she's mine part one which part i think two. he talks about his partner uh yeah, yeah. girlfriend or wife and then and she's mine, part two He's yeah. talking about his daughter
0: so when when i listened to that song it was like I've, I've always done this song but when i looked it up online like you know she's mine part two explained yeah. i was like damn this is the perfect song especially since my dad passed away mm. mid-production of this movie, and my
1: condolences. By the way, yeah, um, so oh, thank I you know, so much. I know, he was a big part <laughs> yeah, of this.
0: He was, and yeah. I'll, I'll speak about him in a bit, like yeah. how he helped me finish this movie. I struggled for so long to finish this, but um, yeah, when um, when I you know googled it and I looked up the explanation, I was like, this is the perfect one, and that was the last part I edited uh, in the movie. And then I rearranged it, and then it just tells a story. So that's Trouble in Paradise. Now, when you look it up and you see the posts and the posters, and this is where I speak about this for the first time. So yeah, Trouble in Paradise, just a random name. Um, It's a movie about the pandemic, but it's not the pandemic that we're battling. So when you see the movie, you'd see that there are different battles happening to every single person. It's either a heartbreak, it's either like, you know, a stab in the back from a friend, it's either I just lost my job, it's either, you know, one one of the strongest battles or if the strongest battle is my friend Asa, uh, he's battling cancer yeah. and how he just, you know, just stayed positive in China, you know. Just, you know to get through it and you know we had fun with it. he had to dye his hair multiple times to, yeah you know, just saw. choose to have fun and stuff so pink, right was it pink it uh, was pur- purple purple <laughs> purple? <Yeah. laughs> purple blonde even yeah. turned into slim shady at some point <laughs> so yeah, yeah I look here because isa sitting right here yeah shout so, out to him, shout out to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so those were the battles and um uh during the filming of this uh thing um i was unemployed i was a graduate so i told myself that you know what i'm gonna do everything i want to do in a year i didn't care about the money okay i did freelance which we spoke about this earlier but you know just wanted some extra cash and what's so not but to be honest i did not plan on buying a car i did not plan on getting married i don't plan on doing literally anything and like every money i receive is just just probably spent in a week or so so i wanted to give back to as much people as I can, because uh, there is no Namesby without his friends, just to lay it out there. I know sometimes they disagree, is that, no, you film us and what's not? But to me, there is literally no me if it mm-hmm. wasn't for my friends. That's why they always come with me whenever I go. So I wanted to give back. I tried this thing, and it's really stupid, but you're about, you're about to hear it. In a pandemic where many people are broke, businesses are shutting down. I wasn't, you know, I didn't give a crap about any of this. So I started freelancing and I got as much money as I can. I wouldn't spend it. Sometimes I wouldn't even eat dinner. I would try to eat cereals for dinner. And then, you know, one of my good friends, MJ. Yeah. Yeah. So he he was always, you know, you know around with his in you know, a green CRX at that time, yes. his car. And it broke down. So this is this is you can see this in and the movie, by the way, where I was talking about my friend about cancer and him as well with his financial um, crisis. So we had to save up $1,000 to give it to him to fix his car. So all the money that I collected in a pandemic that I should probably use to help me survive, because mm. who knows, probably I would never get a job. Mm. I just threw it out there. And the reason why I threw it out there is because I told myself I will do anything that I want to do in this one year just to make myself happy. And honestly, just making all these people happy makes me happy, giving back to the people that made me, to the ones that made us a family. So this is simply trouble in paradise. It's not a battle about the pandemic, it's a battle about mental health. And that's the last battle I wanted to speak about, which Mm. is my dad. Mm. So um, as I mentioned, my dad passed away in mid-production Um, There are many reasons, which I can't really disclose this here. No problem. But one of the main reasons that I noticed about him, like months before he he goes, is him battling a mental health. Like he was hiding so much inside him that he wouldn't want to speak about. He wouldn't come tell us. I I, I don't know who he would tell. Um, At some point, I knew his best friends knew more than his family members do. So... I knew he was going through a mental battle this whole time. It explains uh, some of his actions and, uh, but he was just giving us unlimited love. And um, you know, I wish I'd ever repay him. So uh, yeah, and then looking back and comparing him to every character in the movie, everyone had their own battle, whether it's mental or not. So the one main thing that I wanted to focus on in the movie was mental health, that it's important. Um, at some point, I'm going to be very transparent right now. At some point, I did not really believe in mental health like I did, but not as much as I saw it took a young man. He he was young, by the way. He was mm. he was really young compared to his uh, siblings and everyone else. Um, but mental health was a big aspect to taking his life away. So that was the tribute. And uh, looking back in the characters, a lot of people battled uh, mental health. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's just something I wanted to lay out out right there.
1: No, no, I I understand <laughs> that, and I want to say, um, there's this word called uh, uh it's, the word is "sonder." Mm-hmm. Now people know "sonder" behind because there's a coffee shop. Named they name sonder. "sonder," yeah. <laughs> but I don't think many people know what the word "sonder" means. Go ahead, tell. Um, them. Sonder is basically knowing that everybody in life everybody you meet has -hmm. their own battles like everybody has their own lives everybody has their wants and needs and desires and battles and traumas and stories yeah and because we see them as a as if you i know this is a meme happening nowadays where Mm -hmm. they talk about i'm the main character and you're just npcs yeah yeah right (laughs) but but it's relevant here because we pass by thinking we're the main characters and everybody else is an NPC. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's just helping me uh, in my life. Mm-hmm. Like when you're, when you're running and, 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 and listening to music in the road, you think everybody's looking at you. You're the, you're the, mm-hmm. you're the, you're the, you're the athletic guy. <laughs> or if you're um, doing modeling, everybody's th- looking at you and you think you're, but everybody has their own struggles. Everybody mm-hmm. has their own wants. Nobody just looks at you and you're not this is a humbling thing to know that you're just another person but that's what makes you special right Mm -hmm. because you have your own uh, own story everybody has their own story and so i think showcasing that is is, i i think you're you're (laughs) you're uh, i would rename it from a travel to paradise to sonder
0: oh okay okay that would be nice okay but i don't think maybe
1: you didn't know about the word. Um, But this is a, I think Mm -hmm. if I were to describe your Mm -hmm. movie in one word, it would be Sonder.
0: Uh, That's where the inspiration came from the name. It's Logic. So, you know. Okay. Tell me. (laughs) So, you know, uh, the incredible true story. Yes. Uh, AKA tits. uh, Yep. (laughs) I mean (laughs) it. I don't mean (laughs) it in a bad way. Short form. Short
1: form is T-I-T-S. The incredible uh, true story. Yeah. yeah. So uh,
0: at some point in the album, he speaks about paradise and he made, he made this album. Uh, it's more of like a a novel and an album. Yes. So like these characters, they go out in space, and you know this is where he started rapping, and there are some skits. So the skits would probably you know speak about you know, damn the whole world is over. We're in space. You know, it, like they're the last uh, few human beings that are alive in space. So and then uh, they had this purpose. They want to find paradise, and that's where where Trouble in Paradise came because to me. There's this is also this thing about the movie. So to me, whatever I filmed is paradise to me. Uh, it's more about a count your blessings kind of thing. Mm. You know, you got a house, you got a car, you got some cash, you got this, this and not. Maybe if you don't have half of these things, you'd still count your blessings. So even though the whole world was dying uh, because of the pandemic, I was simply counting my blessings. Ah. So that's the thing. I wasn't really having a... a big battle you know maybe i did maybe i just graduated i can't find a job you know all these kind of things who knows maybe i had a heartbreak maybe i had you know a conflict with some friends who knows but i didn't really care you know because i was just simply counting my blessings in paradise and then i saw all my friends having their all own battles Mm. and that's where i wanted you know to tell their story and how they battled it and how they survived and how they got over it so that to me is paradise count your blessings
1: no i get it and i'm a i'm a I would I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of logic if you okay. ask me if you asked me in 2014 I would you old he's, logic
0: he's my favorite artist ever now nah. um, <laughs> I can tell you why he was yeah. uh, or why he still is to me the mm. greatest to be honest uh, or why he's the biggest inspiration so um this person recently gave me um, Logic's book which is called this bright future and this book simply speaks about like what logic went through and whats so not reading through the pages. Like, before, before I read every sentence, I would already know what's gonna happen because I know so much about him. But, Talk about West Deer
1: Park, probably. Yeah,
0: like yeah. everything that happened. So, you know, he had this, uh, his parents were addicted to drugs and what's not. They yeah. throw him off. Nobody would care about him. He went through racism and mm. what's not. So, Brothers
1: dealing in drugs and, yeah, and crime. Yeah,
0: simply, simply everything. Yeah. So, the main, I'm not gonna speak about logic a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but he just sacrificed a lot to get to that one point that he wanted. Yeah. And just you know, like hearing his story over and over again, at some point I questioned myself, do I really listen to Logic because I like his songs? Or do I listen to Logic because I'm inspired by him as a person? Yeah. So I realized it's 50-50 to be honest, but his songs are really, really good to yeah. me. So I just took that inspiration in and I just kept fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting to get this movie done. And that's how he impacted the movie big time so yeah even though there were there was so much so much struggle in between to finish the movie i was slacking off i was uninspired and what's not. i just i just reached my editing limit i was like that's it i can't do no more that's why you don't see a lot of transitions or special effects vfx all that i just gave out as much as i can in in, in this one in this movie. but there
1: were some like um you i feel like what you did Um, Sorry for interrupting, but what I I like about what you did is you had two phases. Mm -hmm. I'm oversimplifying. Obviously, it's more detailed, Mm -hmm. but you had two phases in the movie. Mm -hmm. One is the calm and then one is the storm. Yeah. And the calm again and then then another storm. storm, And (laughs) the calm and then another storm. Well, I checked it more, but I noticed that.
0: Um, But yeah, man, it's just that um, I was just simply inspired by everything that he did. And yeah. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: no, I I like Logic. I, I I first heard about Logic when I was doing Call of Duty editing mm-hmm. way way before <laughs> I'm sounding like a hipster. Way before he became big, <laughs> um, I I used to like his songs. It was they were perfect for Call of Duty editing, and I love. I still they were love,
0: uncopyrighted too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh they man. weren't.
1: I love, 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 love his first album. Mm -hmm. Um, I like his mixtapes before. um, Is it the Under Pressure? Under Pressure. Yeah, man. Under Pressure is just a work of art. Even to this day, it's amazing. It's it's amazing. Um, The production in it, uh, shout out to Six, the producer. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) He also produced a song. and He had another person produce another song. uh, What's it called? Um, Bounce. Bounce, yeah. Yes. I don't know who produced that song. But I know all the songs. I love all. I, I used to remember the bus taking me to school to AMA, mm-hmm. I would just sit and listen to Logic every time I go and come back. <laughs> no other person I would listen yeah. to at, at that, that school year. And I think it was 2014 as my my uh mm-hmm. my uh, senior year. So the year I'm gonna graduate. I was just listening to Logic. Mm-hmm. I I I loved that album. Um and then the Incredible true story came out and I liked half of it. I like mm-hmm. the other. Half. I like the direction. I knew he was like mm-hmm. the skits. I like they're talking to the spaceship that has its own AI. Yeah, yeah. Going, <laughs> and then the third album is like they reached paradise. Mm-hmm. Was it? Is the album called Everybody? Third one. Yeah, Everybody. Yeah. Um, and everybody then he's supposed to make a fourth one called Ultra something, right? Ultra eighty five. Yeah. It's I, like a, concluding the story. He's
0: gonna tease this forever. Yeah. It is never gonna come out. I think, I think out. it's I'm becoming just, a meme. He, he, nah, nah. he
1: released like. Four albums. Confessions of a danger. Yeah, confessions of like after after everybody. You have confessions of a dangerous mind. mind. You yeah. have the glorious or furious five, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. right? No, no th- that's this song. Was a uh, song. What, what was the album called?
0: Um, I kind of forgot. To well, be he's honest. a mugshot. You know? Yeah, the mugshot. Uh, Young Sinatra four. Yeah, Young Sinatra four. He he
1: he said he retired, but then he made an album f- uh, with uh, as another person's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember
0: that one? The Bobby Tarantino. Is it? Yeah, Bobby Tarantino.
1: Not that one, not that one. I know Bobby Tarantino, there's one and two, right? The one that yeah, has yeah. 44 and 44. Mm-hmm. Uh, 44 know, more. 44 more. Um, um, but I forgot about those. So those are two as yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> there's one where he's like MF Doom. It's like an album art. Maybe uh, you don't, maybe I'm teaching you something w- you don't know. There's wait, a secret wait, album. wait.
0: Which album is it? Is it the one with the red color or is it the mm-hmm. one Vinyl is- Days? It's No, It's Vinyl Days is the shot, right? No, Vinyl Days is not the mugshot. Vinyl Days is like? the last It's the one. newest one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, no, no. Uh-huh. It was the
1: one after he retired. Mm. After he retired, he named himself something else and he
0: made an Dr. album. Dr. Destruction. Dr. Destruction. Dr. Destruction. That album. Not many people know this. Yeah. And it's so sad yeah. that this is Logic singing, but yeah. with a pitched voice. Yes. And this album is so good, man. Yeah. It's not an album. It's a mixtape. It's yeah. just so good. It tells a story. And this MF Doom kind of twist that we did, Doom, yeah, yeah. it's just so good, man. Yes. It's, it was a masterpiece. Yes. I stayed up uh, like just listening to this, like at 3 a.m. over here, because yeah. the timing's deferred when he released it in the USA, it was so good. Yeah. And uh, I wish I could share with anybody that likes Logic this much, uh, but yeah.
1: No, yeah, so I, I listened, look, I'll, I'll be honest. Ever since the second album, everything has been a hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. Under Pressure, I loved every single song. Okay. Uh, second album, I loved half of them. Okay. And then the third album, I liked three songs. Okay. Before. I liked mm-hmm. everybody. I liked um what was that one called? Killing Black, Spree? Black Black uh Black Spider-Man. Man. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like the one where Confess. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to guess you know, your taste. No. Uh the
1: one that where te- where Neil deGrasse Tyson is is is, is featured in it. The oh, God, I forgot. Uh, That one, (laughs) I forgot the fourth one, but I I didn't like much. And then, Mm -hmm. and then, um, Bobby Tarantino two was to me is a huge step down from Bobby Tarantino Mm -hmm. one. Um, Some
0: some songs were yeah, some songs are good. Yeah, they'd go hard. Forty four more is really good. Whoa.
1: Um, But. Bobby 21 had Flexicution execution. That one, was like, yeah. I, I had mixed feelings. Like it sounds good, yeah. yeah. But then what? What are you saying? Because <laughs> no, people, want their room. I know he's. <laughs> I know he's doing this mixtape just to like have fun. I understand yeah, yeah. that. Um, and then the mugshot one. I just like the glorious five. That's mm-hmm. why I remember that song. What about Street Dreams too? You know, you should give it. You
0: know what? Maybe I'm, I'll give it another listen. I'll, yeah, give it another listen. You know, Maybe. I'll send you some songs that are really good. But
1: Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Other than that, that two songs. The one with Eminem. Homicide and that, homicide and then the one where he's talking about you should kill yourself in the comments and he yeah. he's like bleeding
0: in the that's that's confessions for dangerous yeah same yeah
1: those two songs uh, everything wow. else I didn't like mm. the one with the icy I'm clean yeah I'm like, I, come I, on gee, man
0: I don't know he tries funny things sometimes yeah. it doesn't make sense yeah but the thing is with logic he also likes to play around with his audience yeah, yeah did you know this album called supermarket?
1: I know it's based off the novel, right the novel, guitar. Right
0: guitar it goes yeah, kind of all right it goes so romantic like um it goes it's not logic it's like i was like what is logic doing but it's more of like an r&b romantic kind of stuff and all that stuff mm. um but it had some really nice elements like the guitar that you yeah. mentioned but he did that so he could promote his book Look. which is the supermarket yeah and you should read that book it's so good man I'm just you know what it. you should read what
1: russ's book
0: what it's what? all in your
1: head i have it. i'm gonna give it oh. to you to borrow it okay i don't mind uh, right, i'm still not it. done with logic's book though. okay when you're done read this all right I'll hit it's a up. shorter book i'm okay, pretty sure okay okay let me make sure we're not going over time okay we'll have like 10 more minutes all right no worries but yeah. um i want to real quick talk about the technicalities of your video okay i'll give you one i want to i want to challenge you to do one video Okay. You challenge me. Uh, I want to okay. give you a challenge. All right. I don't right. want to challenge you as in competition. Okay. I don't want to do that. We have our own. I'm styles. just gonna t-
0: take a straight out. I'm just gonna say. No
1: no, no. <laughs> no, no. The challenge yeah. I want, I, I, I want you to adopt is make a video without black bars. Okay. 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 Your next video, I want to see without black bars. Right. I want to see what that looks like.
0: I yeah. feel like sometimes it looks better. Sometimes it as looks I better. As I slap in my black bars. At the end of yes. each project, and to be honest, sometimes it looks way better. You know, the funny thing is, sometimes rendering it in sixty frames per second looks better than the thirty frames. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say That's that blasphemy. Don't Yo, to this guy. Sometimes, Mike. sometimes it works. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. I'm just gonna say that. When
1: I. I will never, ever, ever, ever nah. render over 30. Nah. 25
0: is what my. Yeah, my. Uh, Nobody should do that. Don't listen yeah. to me. I'm just saying sometimes yeah. it just looks good. Maybe it's not perfect, but nah. I don't know. I just like experimenting a lot, like okay. Logic does with the album. Sure. So. <laughs> okay, so
1: I, I, this is the channel, right? No black bars. And it's not mm-hmm. because I think black bars sometimes take away mm-hmm. from the video. I think that. Some people, even me, rely on them too much. The mm. first time I I stopped using black bars is the Mustang video. Yo, and uh, I think huh. I, I think I every time I I ask myself, do I regret that decision? I don't. When I go back and put them on, like it looks good, but we, but. The thing about black bars that helps it, with you is it helps you... Um, the cinematic feel. It's it like cinematic, c- but not yeah. everything needs to be cinematic. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's um, That's one challenge. Like, I want to see a video about black bars. Another one is learn your camera. You okay. said before that you didn't don't know... And I, <laughs> Yeah, that's a mistake. <laughs> noise. I don't care about noise. I watch your video. I know it's a noise. Mm-hmm. Like, I, obviously, as a video guy, I will notice these things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't care about noise. Okay. Why it's going to help you is... If you're gonna do freelance Okay um, People are, Clients are gonna be like Why is this noisy Why is it Don't listen to them Right mm-hmm. You learn your camera I think it's quite important yeah, yeah Um, And To break down your video Real quick I um, I noticed Uh, I love your video I noticed that you Utilize hyperlapse mm-hmm. I think you do You do Really good hyperlapse I think I don't mm-hmm. think I can do Hyperlapses like you <laughs> Yeah, I don't uh, say that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm, I never, I don't, I don't try hyperlapses. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'm doing it for the Japan video. Okay.
0: Um, but I might take a few notes from you, so will Me teaching my own mentor how to yeah, hyperlapse. What, what did life give me? Yeah, into? I, 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 I wanna, had no idea. <laughs> I think
1: hyperlapses are really crucial to travel fit videos.
0: It. sometimes yeah i mean it's either you add a hyperlapse or a time lapse but yeah. either could work time lapse you know time yeah time-lapse easy is, yeah
1: but hyperlapse <laughs> I, I know how to do it is just sometimes i notice also you use There's one thing i think it's maybe it's your style mm-hmm. um but you use a lot of color shifting in a sense mm-hmm. that when you do a distortion there's yeah.
0: RGB the split. rgb yeah yeah i think you should let that go See, sometimes it works okay. in the movie. So remember what I said? Everything is just supposed to be a story. Yeah. So sometimes the RGB could be could be an effect in a hyperlapse. The, yes. hyper, the hyperlapse one was a simple effect. Yeah. But when I use that in other clips, if I did, yeah. it would simply like probably describe a blurred vision or a blurred memory that I try ah. to describe. So yeah, that's okay. the thing about well, well, the what
1: The movie. way I see it is sometimes... It can cover your brilliance. Mm -hmm. When you did that hyperlapse, I think the RGB... Ruined it. Not ruined it. I think it's just a different style. Okay. But I think if you didn't have it, it'll just show the work you put in the hyperlapse. And it's not Mm -hmm. being covered by the RGB split. Because I I actually the RGB split, even Mm -hmm. in Call of Duty, I actually do them Mm -hmm. all the time. And I realized, um, for me, the RGB, it's adding another... Element that shouldn't be there. There's sometimes in editing we need to know. For me, I don't mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. for me,
0: it's I totally agree with for that For me,
1: sometimes before I had this problem, I didn't know where to stop when it comes to mm-hmm. putting things. You know yeah. what I mean? Like sometimes simplicity
0: um, is way better. It's better. It's more yeah. complex
1: too, if you think about mm-hmm. it. Simplicity sometimes can be more complex because to make something flow so smoothly and simple mm-hmm. is a lot of effort. Speed do ramping you, and all that. Do stuff. you remember
0: the time where people would uh, overabuse the zoom in and zoom out yeah. effects? and then afterwards that no transitions would make a better video than using the zoom in and zoom out so i think simplicity is the new way to go with editing right now
1: i think i think in general humans are like that i think if you look at icons like logos company logos Mm -hmm. look at old facebook logo it's like 3d but then now it's like flat (laughs) yeah twitter used to be 3d now it's flat yeah like the interface on the iphone it used to mm-hmm. be more 3d now it's, now it's flat yeah
0: it's way better man
1: we, when we go over we always come back to simplicity mm-hmm. i know with humans and i yeah. think that translates to a lot of things i think you know you can have a, a nice car that's pimped out like in tokyo drift it can yeah. have, um, <laughs> You can know, have like, glossy design <laughs> but, but then when you look at sometimes when you have a nice clean car with mm-hmm. one coat of paint Mm-hmm. A, simple, a simple accent on the break, it's yeah. like a red or blue. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. sometimes it just looks better.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Even decorating a room, I, I yeah. would say, because I sit in my room a lot. And, um, uh, like, you know, obviously my environment uh, also adds to my inspiration for editing. Mm. So uh, in the pandemic, I just totally revamped my room. Like, it was so modern. I revamped it to 80s London. So I kind of added that aesthetic element to it. And I added more simplicity to it. And you know, my mom actually decorated the living hall um in our house into an eighties London vintage theme. Oh, wow. So yeah, we, we we just Peaky Blind okay, Piky Blind yeah, 80s. He, he that's, could like, say so. that's like that's like nineteenth century, It's washed anything. out colours. Like it's either white or beige yeah. or dark grey. And I even have like uh, this chair mm. and you know you could uh, control the level of the chair going up or down using this tool yeah. like we're just like move it around like you know the car windows back then yeah so you know all these things yeah <laughs> so all these things you know it's way simple and it looks way better than the modern designs yeah so yeah that also adds to art in general yeah um but i'll,
1: I'll say that the, the Things I also really, really liked, I liked that you didn't care about the noisy footage, and I was very happy that you used it. Because it tells a story. That's that's number one.
0: All right. (laughs) The way it
1: looks, you're not shooting a movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a movie, but I'm not saying you're not shooting a Hollywood movie where everything has to be technically Mm -hmm. perfect, right? You're shooting something candid. You're trying to tell a story. Mm -hmm. That should always come on top. I like that you didn't... I like, like I said, the storm and then the calm and the storm. Mm -hmm. I like that you didn't... have to transition everything just go to cuts it's fine yeah. as long as it, 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 it follows a story a sequence mm-hmm. you're you're you know you're zoned in yeah <laughs> you know so i think i think you did a good job when it comes to your music choice yeah, as well thank you so much oh yeah, that, oh,
0: yeah the music choice and the music choice yeah. i know it's hard for me i listen to
1: <laughs> sometimes people think i'm crazy because i listen to a song and i i'd like this 30 second part of it i want to really mm-hmm. do a video on mm-hmm. i rewind it for two hours sometimes oh man, and just imagining imagining and then I, okay, okay i got the first shot down that i want to man. do i write it down then i go back go back what would i like and then a week later I listen to the same song like you know what the old shot i don't want it
0: oh man. rewind damn. rewind damn
1: i go i feel like a crazy person if somebody saw me doing this they would think i'm crazy all
0: right now that you told me this yeah now i know that i'm not crazy yeah yeah or maybe we're it's both normal. crazy no it's normal because every they're, st- they're crazy oh yeah, Everybody Everybody else, crazy. yeah. <laughs> we're artists we're supposed yeah. to be crazy yeah so every song that i listened uh, oh sorry Every song that I used In the movie I probably listen to it Like continuously Every single day For all, at least two weeks Yeah Like Kendrick Lamar Oh my god You man. have to I listen to it Every single day I go to work Or when I come back It's just that Okay I'm just picturing The movie in my head Before yeah. I reach to that part That I have to use the song And yeah Thank you for telling me That I'm not no, crazy no, no, yeah, you, Alone uh, this is, Or we're both crazy No we're both crazy <laughs> Yeah Um
1: <laughs> So yeah, no, I I, I love that that the, I love the song choice. I love the flow of everything. I love, um, dude, that that jet ski shot. I I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't I don't want to say that everything else was not everything else was good, but the, that, to ski. me that stands out. I don't know why yeah. because it's you have one cut. Of the it, jet ski going on and then another cut of you pushing in with the people looking at, yeah, at the jet yeah. ski and it's like the flow was
0: was, was yeah. really good. I think you like that shot because it's kind of your editing editing style, by Maybe. the way. You like leading one shot to the other shot. Yeah. Meanwhile, I like scrambling around yeah. sometimes. Which is fine. It's yeah, just yeah, a style. Uh, yes. All right.
1: All right. So, anyway. This guy's telling me we need to stop. All right. As man. if he's gonna do the editing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right.
0: Um, anything else you wanna talk about real quick before we Uh, No, honestly, I just want to thank all my friends, all my close ones, all my buddies, 1748, Helen Come Down, everybody that was involved in this movie for making this happen. And um, yeah, I want to give out, (laughs) this is going to sound ridiculous. I want to shout out my dad. I hope he's enjoying his time in heaven. It's not ridiculous, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he is the one that pushed me uh, to finish this movie. Mm. So just to add this, I really wanted to say this, but... On the day that he passed away, 17th of September, was the day I was going to announce it to him. And he he wasn't really like, um, I don't know, he didn't really know much about my life. That's why at the end of the movie, it said that statement that I wrote. But on 17th of September, the day he passed away, I was ready to tell him about my movie. And I was planning on organizing the cinema thing where I would invite him over with my mom and we would watch it. Was the day he passed away. Mm. But... Afterwards, like I spoke to my siblings and I spoke to all my friends and most of them just said, it, like, just go hard, finish it. And I spent every single day editing, don't stop, even forgetting, sometimes forgetting like to eat or hire myself. Mm. But I just remembered him as a purpose, as a reason to finish this and do this for him. And I'm glad it worked out and I want to thank everybody that watched the movie and enjoyed it and every single person that became a part of it.
1: In case you haven't watched it, please watch (laughs) it. Shout out your Instagram. I think it's at names B-N-A-M-E-Z-B-E-E. Hey, thank you so much. (laughs) Um, YouTube, I think it's the same handle or is it just B? I think it's called It's B. But you can find it on my Instagram bio. Yeah, so. so find it, watch it. Um, Anything else you want to shout out that you're working on? I'd
0: like to thank Jobber for inspiring me to edit and making me the person I am today. (laughs) I uh, I would love to take credit, but it's all you, man. Thank you so much. But, Um, yeah. That's uh, pretty much it. We're, we're if I give shout outs, I won't stop. So, oh, okay. so shout no, out Nu. Have I haven't said newer, So, okay. You know, yeah, Nu. Yes. Yeah, love Rich you, noor. Spirit. <laughs> yeah, Rich Spirit. It's Kendrick has a song, Rich Spirit. Rich Spirit. Spirit. I, like yep. I, lo- I love that song. He is an inspiration. He's All right. Rich Spirit is also an inspiration yeah. to the song. Okay. I did not use it, though, because okay. yeah, I thought it's more of a Nu, I think. Okay. So, okay.
1: yeah. Did you name yourself because of that song? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, welcome to episode two. I know we have to, uh, we, we want to talk about the two cameras, but we didn't. Hey, but oh I, man, hope I, lo- oh God, I hope you guys cameras.
0: Oh my God, man! I hope you guys like this change. Yeah. Two angles, man. Come on, yeah. come on.
1: Now we're gonna <laughs> see all my uh, blemishes. And oh man, I'm, I'm not kidding. ready to see myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you guys for tuning in, and then we'll see you soon. Hopefully, whenever Fair I, right. I bye make bye. It a next, next episode. Bye bye.